Welcome everyone to the Apocalary Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Lawrence. Yeah. Like Lawrence of Arabia. Ooh, like... A swashbuckling man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Yes. I, I have no, no survivors. <laughs> no sur- no survivors. <laughs> No survivors. He wasn't always a good man. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Brits in the Middle East, not actually as helpful as you want them to be. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's create no. a problem and walk away. That sounds like yes. Britain all around. <laughs> I actually took a minute to look up um, uh, Semitic. Semitic. Yeah. Because people talk about anti-Semitism. Right. Because I thought the Jews weren't the only Semites, and they weren't. Um, the Phoenicians were considered Semites. The uh, Many of the Arab... Arabs around them were, were Semitic because it had to do with the language, right? Yeah. Um, and the and the and the Jewish people, the Israelis, were Semitic as well. But by the time you get to our day and age, Semitic just seems to point to Jewish people only. Mm, mm. But it wasn't. It was it was several groups were Semitic. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they're the, they're the only ones left, really, in some ways, right? I mean, even though there's obviously yeah, the Arab. other guys are still there. I just don't think the term that nobody uses the term to apply to them anymore. Yeah. And don't forget, a lot of these countries around them were 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 not just neighbors, but were actually relatives. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of it's it's the way it goes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, having relatives, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> just leave them over there; they're fine. Yeah. <clears throat> they're fine. We hate them and all, but that's okay. Um, tonight, my friend, we're going to hit two more chapters again of Zechariah eleven and twelve this time. We are, we are, and and twelve actually goes tight with thirteen and fourteen, but it would just be too much to do three, so we're yeah. going to do eleven and twelve. Yeah, so at the end of twelve, we're just going to say hold that thought for an yeah. entire week, and then we'll come back. Then we'll come back for it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to say about eleven as we get started here, my friend? No, it's it except that it's against the neighbors at first, just for a minute, and then all, and then he comes back and he's kind of grumpy with with uh, Israel again. Yeah, um, which he had just finished saying that they were going to be a great nation, but but once we get into this, you're going to find that that the scholars point quite a bit in the future. They're 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 pointing to Jesus' time, which is. Mm. Which is something I don't like to do with the prophets, but but uh, I, I always try to see what what it could possibly mean for their generation, right? Rather hmm. than, but but most of the guys are saying they're pointing to the Roman times, and and I'll explain why under um, as we get to it. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> okay, folks, if you've got your Bibles and you're playing the at home edition of of Apocalary, uh, please open up to Zechariah 11. And if you'd like to just hear my dulcet tones. By all means, sit back and enjoy. <laughs> all right, chapter 11, verse 1. Open your doors. I, I thought those were flaccid doors. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. That's something different. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different sound. Uh, and that's occurring right now, too, because we're men in our 50s and 60s. But anyway. <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's too much information. Um, <clears throat> verse 1. Open your doors, Lebanon, so that the fire may devour your cedars. Wail, you juniper, for the cedar has fallen. The stately trees are ruined. Wail, oaks of Bashan, which have many cows around them, apparently. That's all I ever remember about Bashan, is the cows of Bashan. Yes. The, the dense forest has been cut down. Listen to the wail of the shepherds. Their rich pastures are dis- pastures are destroyed. Listen to the roar of the lions. The lush thicket of Jordan is ruined. 
Yeah, so now these, this again, are the nations surrounding Israel. Same nations that surround them right now. You've got Lebanon. Bashan is actually Syria. Okay. Is up, is up towards Syria. And and then you've got Jordan as well. And and he's talking about there's the destruction. I have I don't know if I've ever seen the giant cedars of Lebanon. I don't know if, if any exist anymore. They yeah. might. We could we could look them up. Um but but they were what they they used to build the temple the first time mm -hmm. was from there. And then you've got the oaks and everything else is being destroyed. And so he's he's still talking about destruction on the neighbors. But I think when he gets to the two shepherds, um, it's going to flip on us a little bit. Okay. So like Larry says, here's where it turns. Verse 4. <clears throat> this is what the Lord my God says. The shepherd, the flock marked for slaughter. Their buyers slaughtered them and they go unpunished. Those who, will, those who sell them will say, praise the Lord, I am rich. Their own shepherds do not spare them. For I am no longer, for I will no longer have pity on the people of the land, declares the Lord. I will give everyone into the hands of their neighbors and their king. They will devastate the land, and I will not rescue anyone from their hands. Yeah. So as you're as you're doing this, Steve, you, you'll notice the shepherds could be their neighbors, but it could be their own their own um, people as well, mm, their own mm. governors as well. Um, the sheep, the sheep, as you as you probably figured out already, is are Israel. Mm -hmm. Judah and Israel. Yeah. Okay. Verse 7 now, folks. So I shepherded the flock, marked for slaughter, particularly the oppressed of the flock. I took, then I took two staffs and called one favor and the other union, and I shepherded, shepherded the flock. In one month, I got rid of the three shepherds. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and the three shepherds, I think, I think in this case would be the, the oppressors. So the, Syria, Lebanon, Jordan. Ah, nice. Okay. The flock detested me, and I grew weary of them and said, I will not be your shepherd. Let the dying die and let the perish perish. Let those who are left eat one another's flesh. Ouch. Now, now here, this is important because here, when he says eat one another's flesh, our commentators are saying that this is not their time, that he's actually pointing to the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. Mm, okay. Okay. And um, and during the destruction of Jerusalem, because sheep don't eat each other's flesh, by the way. No, they're... sheep sheep are generally herbivores. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a movie called Sheep NATO. <laughs> no, no, you don't see the sheep at the barbecue, you know, cooking up the But um, but when he's talking about them eating one another's flesh, the the commentators I read think that he's not pointing to this period of time, even though I feel like he should be. But they're they're actually pointing to the destruction of Jerusalem and Josephus talked about the destruction of Jerusalem and he talked about well, the way Rome would would um, would do warfare the way they like to do it is they just surround the city and not let anybody out and, and starve them out right and when they surrounded Jerusalem in AD 70 and Masada again in AD 73 when they surrounded them uh, Jerusalem especially uh, Josephus says that people ate their own children hmm he said they they were starving and they actually ate their own children so their children probably died and then they they would eat them, mm. which 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 for us is kind of uh, horrific. Yeah, but we've never been in the situation. They mm -hmm. they talked about remember that plane that went down in the Andes, and mm -hmm. they said those people ate each other. Yeah, um, you know they drew straws, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog drew the long straw as well. So the one guy with the short straw, hey hey hey, that was a that was a fire type sitting in a boat <laughs> that I was thinking about. But um, 
so so that's why they, they that's why the commentators I read think that this is pointing to AD seventy. Now remember, this is five thirty BC. Hmm, hmm. A long way. So it, it's it's a weird thing to point to AD seventy. But then there, one of the earlier chapters here pointed to Jesus, right? The coming of Jesus, right? So so there's there's a lot of stuff in this one that they say wasn't that time. Now, if you ask me, I'd say we need to look more closely at that time because I think he would still be talking about his own time. Mm -hmm. I, I tend to want them to not see that far in the future. However, um, you know, I'm, I'm Pentecostal, so I don't have a problem with prophecy, you know, being hundreds of years in the future. Right. I don't have a problem with Isaiah talking about the coming king 700 years later. Right. And this guy talking about a coming king 500 years later. So... So, but but five hundred years is a long time. Right, right, right. So anyway, so that that's what we think he's talking about here. Is 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 they think that it's the Roman period, and I'm not sure. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, verse ten. Then I took my staff, called favor, and broke it, revoking the covenant I had made with all the nations. It was revoked on that day, so that the oppressed of the flock who were watching me knew it was the word of the Lord. I told him, If you think best, give me my pay. If not, keep it. So they paid me 30 pieces of silver. Oh, uh, yeah. And now they don't point this to Jesus. They just say, you know, the 30 pieces of silver is the price of a slave. And it's actually not a lot of money. Right. Yeah. You always thought Judas got paid very well for turning Jesus yeah. over. But not really. Not really. Not yeah. really. Enough to buy a field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a potter's <laughs> field is what we're about to find out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> verse 13. And the Lord said to me, throw it to the potter. Ah. The handsome price at which they valued me. So I took the 30 pieces of silver and threw them to the potter at the house of the Lord. Yeah. Then I broke my second staff called Union, breaking the family bond between Judah and Israel. Then the Lord said to me, take again the equipment of the foolish shepherd, for I'm going to raise up a shepherd over the land who will not care for the lost or seek the young or heal the injured or feed the healthy, but will eat the meat of the choice sheep, tearing off their hooves. Yeah, so so you're going to have a leader that, um, as many leaders we've seen, um, that has no use for the people at all, yep. and uh, it's it's almost rare to have a leader that actually cares about people. Yeah, 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 and and that's what he's talking about here. But and you almost think he's talking about Jesus at first, but then this one doesn't care about anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. But when you read the Potter's Field and the selling of the thirty pieces of silver, you go, ah, oh, you know. The New Testament guys would pick up at that right away and say, this this was that. Just glommed onto it immediately, right? Yeah. Um, 17. Woe to the worthless shepherd who deserts the flock. May the sword strike his arm in his right eye. May his arm be completely withered and his right eye totally blinded. Yeah, it's kind of sad, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Is that the end of that chapter? That's the end of that chapter. Okay. And now, now Jerusalem's enemies are going to be destroyed. Well, I, and yet the page turns to yet another time. <laughs> Here yeah. we go. 12, verse 1, folks. A prophecy, the word of the Lord concerning Israel. The Lord who stretches out the heavens, who lays the foundation of the earth, who forms the human spirit within a person declares, I'm going to make Jerusalem a cup that sends out all the surrounding people's reeling. Judah will be besieged as well as Jerusalem. On that day, when all the nations of the earth are gathered against her, I will make Jerusalem an immovable rock for all the nations. 
all who try to move it will injure themselves. On that day, I will strike every horse with panic and its rider with madness, declares the Lord. I will keep a watchful eye over Judah, I but I will blind all the horses of the nations. My daughter won't like that one. No, no. But it's just that they just wore coverings. It's not that he... That's it. They, they he didn't stab her. them all out. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> then the clans of Judah will say in their hearts, the people of Jer Jerusalem are strong because the Lord Almighty is their God. Does this not sound like, like, like Israel all the time? Yes. <laughs> it, it, it just sounds like Israel, uh, 1948, they came in, 19, what, was it 1967 was the Six Days War? Yes. You know, where, where the Arabs tried to destroy yeah. uh, Jerusalem and and they just they just pounded them back. Yeah. And they're, still, they're just tiny compared to these other nations, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and then just, just recently with, with the Palestinian terrorism. Mm -hmm. Which isn't a strong nation, but but um, but they went in with the terrorist stuff. So so you know it's from that time. But when you look at when you look at Israel, like you know Alexander the Great's time, you know the the Seleucids and the Ptolemies taken over, and then the Maccabeans have a very short period of time, and then the Romans take over, and and they're just forever crushed down. They're just right. forever. But they but they but they maintain this thing all the way through. Right. Right. And, I, and I was thinking about it, Steve, because I don't know when when they actually lost their nationhood because they, they didn't get it back until until 48 under Britain. Right. Britain kind of mm -hmm. gave it back. And the United States has been supporting them since. But I don't know at what point in 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 the in history that they lost it, that they were gone for all that time. Right. So so I'm just not 100 percent sure of that. So, well, mm -hmm. we should take a look one day and we'll, yeah. we'll let our audience know that piece. Yeah. Uh, verse 6 now, folks. On that day I will make the clans of Judah like a firepot in a woodpile, like a flaming torch among sheaves. They will consume all the surrounding peoples right and left, but Jerusalem will main, remain intact in her place. The Lord will save the dwellings of Judah first, so that the honor of the house of David and of Jerusalem's inhabitants will, may not be greater than that of Judah. <clears throat> On that day... Oh, go ahead. And No, it's a different promise. In, in some of the other minor prophets, they said Judah will be a blessing to all nations, or Israel will be a blessing to all nations, and all nations will come to them, and they'll be a blessing. And this one here, they're defeating all nations. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're not we're not getting a stable standard message all the time. Right. It's it's back and forth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. On that day, the Lord. Sorry, this is verse eight, folks. On that day, the Lord will shield those who live in Jerusalem so that the feeblest among them will be like David and the house of David will be like God, like the angel of the Lord going before them. On that day, I will set out to destroy all the nations that attack Jerusalem. Yeah. yeah, when you read that kind of thing, you think some of the nations would be a little more cautious. Yeah, yeah. Like, even now, even now you think they'd be a little more cautious. Yeah. But, but they're not. Yeah, yeah, well... They have a different version of the book. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they have a different narrative. Uh, verse 10 now, folks. I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. They will look on me, the one who they have pierced. They now, will... you know where that comes from. Yes. Yeah, the New Testament authors definitely pick up this one. Right, right. They will mourn for him as one mourns only for a child and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for a firstborn son. On that day, there will be 
The weeping in Jerusalem will be as great as the weeping of Hadad Rimon in the plain in the plain of Megiddo. Yeah, and they didn't really know what Hadad Rimon. They didn't really know that piece. Right. But they figure it must be a place near Megiddo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that was very helpful. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> that's yeah. right. Maybe it's the the you know the the nation of Israel's modern day plains of Abraham, or you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the plains of Abraham are in Canada. Yes, they are. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I meant like Montcalm and and Brock. Oh, yes, yes. Brock both died there, right? Yeah. Uh, and they mourned for them. Uh, anyway, I, that's a long Canadian history story that no one cares about. Yeah. Uh, verse yeah, twelve. I, I saw the table that he was laid on. Right when he was dying. Yeah. 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 Uh, verse twelve. The land will mourn each clan by itself, with their wives by themselves, or with their wives by themselves okay so i read it right it just didn't make sense i I, I thought it was by their sides but it is by themselves by themselves yeah but their wives by themselves okay the clan of the house of david and their wives the clan of the house of nathan and their wives the clan of the house of levi and their wives the clan of shimei and their wives and all the rest of the clans and their wives yeah and 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 most scholars will say the one they pierced is actually pointing at jesus right and, and everybody's going to mourn that. But you don't see it happen very much. Mm-mm. It's That's the weird thing in these prophecies is they <laughs> prophesy stuff, but you don't actually see it happen. Yeah. Which which means, which puts a lot of scholars to say, all, a lot of this stuff is future to us because it never happened. Mm-hmm. It never and Or it never happened to the extent that they say. Right, right. Yeah. So when they say, I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants a spirit of grace and supplication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got nothing on that one. <laughs> yeah, except that Jesus was from the house of David. And right. and, and so that's where, where the Holy Spirit is coming through all of that and the spirit of supplication through that. Yeah. And so, so but there's there's so much, so much of what Jesus does is, is so otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Um, that that it's hard to it's hard to piece some of this stuff together, especially when you're looking at at Zechariah and you're saying, I thought Zechariah was talking about rebuilding the temple. Remember at the beginning of it, he's he's talking about them coming back into Jerusalem and rebuilding the temple, which mm-hmm. they did. Um, Haggai was it Haggai and Zechariah were talking about rebuilding the temple, and they did it. They came in and redid it, but all of a sudden he jumps way ahead and and starts talking about things that seem to point to Jesus' time. Yeah. Okay. And and to the Romans' time and and things like that. Yeah. Interesting. Now, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is kind of an off ball, but uh, we've got a few minutes before we, we should sign off. It, 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 because there's this drastic shift, is there any sort of question about the authorship of this thing? Is it like was it written in two parts? Do, do scholars kind of play that game, or is it like no, no, we know this is Zachariah carry on? Yeah, and I haven't I haven't read anybody that would would have a, a Deutero Zachariah theory. Remember, Isaiah was a Deutero theory, Deutero Trito Isaiah. They thought there had to be at least one, at least two, maybe three Isaiahs that wrote, mm-hmm. or people that wrote Isaiah. I, I didn't read that about this one. Interesting. Okay. So it could very well be there, but I didn't read anything on it. No, no. And there's no reason why it can't be Zechariah, right? No reason yeah. at all. It just God gives him this vision and he just dramatically changes. Yeah. Well, remember the dreams. This this, this could this could all still be part of his dream. But that's... <laughs> But it, but it intrigues me the 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 way he jumps around and 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 people do find Zechariah a hard book. Yeah, 
Yes. Remember, remember all the stuff we read before. They go, mm, I don't really know what's happening here. The woman, <laughs> the woman in the basket and with and the red horse that that he never tells you where the red horse goes. You know, it's still running around in circles while the other ones are going and doing their jobs. And 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 you're you're going, man, I'm I'm just not. I don't have enough to know exactly what he's talking about yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. But there's pieces where you see, oh, this this sounds so much like what the New Testament authors say about Jesus. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. buddy, thank you so much for this tonight. That was fantastic. Um, yeah, well, when we don't know anything, we do very well. Oh, it's, it's our specialty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I, I actually just enjoyed reading this just to think through. This is Zachariah bouncing all around, talking about things that of, that we can't put, really put a finger on, but they were very meaningful to the people then, meaningful yep. to Jesus in Jesus' time, and meaningful yep. to those that were writing the New Testament in the early early first. And you always have to have this remembrance that that we are people of the book, and so, so we're people that believe that this stuff is real and that it came from God to us. Yeah, And so... So it's not just some guy having a bad dream. <laughs> this is this is not a Scrooge thing. You could be an undigested bit of meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not that. <laughs> An overdone potato. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is definitely the hand of the Lord. Uh, well, thanks again, my oh, friend. He may have one point said, I, I will retire to Bedlam. He may, he may <laughs> yeah, that's that. right. He did say that in the book, because I'm just reading that right now, actually. Uh, <laughs> oh, but thanks again, my friend. Folks, I I hope, and Larry and I hope that you enjoyed that, that that was illuminating to you. I hope that you read this stuff for yourself, too, not just hear us read it, but that you actually take it in in your own reading as well, just to see God's doing something here through the prophet, but also speaking to the nations around and to Israel and, and to us even. Um, we've got one more uh, episode before we do our Christmas break. So we hope that you'll be back with us next week. We'll finish off Zechariah. Then we'll take a little, you know, two to three week break in that area. And then we'll be back with you doing something then, because I don't think we've decided what we're doing after this. <laughs> but until next week, I was Steve. He was Larry. And this was the Apocalypse Podcast.